Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? Yeah, it's, it's times like these where it's, uh, I feel like uh, the pre-show is our entire show and we should just call it quits. We, we just walk out on top. Uh, just just, just air the pre-show because it was just brilliant. It was just amazing. I, I'm sure I'm sure Maxie will air a good chunk of this pre-show. It was uh, very quotable. I'll say that. Panther? You up? know what's funny? You know what's funny is the pre-show is very quotable. I get blamed for stuff, and I'm not the one that was even saying the quotes. Oh no, I, 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 I don't even know how that was. That was me. No, no, it's definitely me in the pre-show today. But in theory, most of the times it's you, Panther. And I think you, you've you've made it clear that as you're driving, you're not thinking. Which again, every time I see a truck on the road, that's my my first thought is like, great, this guy's just not thinking. He's doing a podcast. Probably. He's doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm thinking about casinos and Vegas and sports bets, and I got a lot going on. A nice weekend with you and Chubby Zebra where you get a room. No, we didn't get a room. It was just an out and back. Nice try. <clears throat> they were booked. Couldn't get one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Max, you sent some stories our way. I sent a guy. Yeah, I sent a couple stories. Why not? Let's just, let's just get into this. What was the first one here? This is the, oh, uh, it was the uh, Brian yeah, Windhorst. Windhorst. That's right. Oh, not Windhorse. Windhorse? No. Windhorst from the Four Letter Network. Uh, this is over at Bro Bible, by the way. Uh, the title of this article is uh, Brian Windh- ESPN's Brian Windhorst gets blasted for Game 5. Calling Game 5 a checkbook win for the Warriors because they spent $340 million in salary this season. Uh, Arch um, has has done the, the, the great research, and, and he will mention that in a minute, of, of all the team salaries and who ranks where. Uh, a lot of people are taking the task to say, listen, I mean, so what? The Warriors spend money. That's what they do. Uh, you know, other teams spend money. The, the the Brooklyn Nets spend a lot of money. Where are they? You know, so that's not the point that I want to circle in on. Okay. I, the point I want to circle in on is all these people that saying, oh, well, this was Andrew Wiggins breakout game. And oh, that was so unexpected. It's good to see him. The dude's getting paid fucking $32 million this year. Yes. He, he better fucking have games like that. I'm fucking sorry. If you're making that much fucking money, you better play like that. That's fucking ridiculous for you to say. He's like, that was his breakout game. Well, yeah, then that's a fucking, that's a bad investment. It's, it's finally starting to pay off. So that's where I agree with Windhorst here. So I mean, if you people for calling him a clown or whatever, I, yeah, he is a clown. He looks like a clown. He looks like he ate a clown. But I agree with him on this one statement of saying, well, they finally, it was a checkbook game because it finally paid off that all this money that they spent on, on this dude, they finally got something out of him in, in a major game. That was my point, Panther. Well, okay, so we're, let's rewind and go back to middle of the season. Do you remember who was a, we made a big deal of it. Do you remember who was a starter for the West All-Star team? One Andrew Wiggins. 
Yeah. We made a big deal about this. Yeah. And Andrew Wiggins, if you recall, is the de facto replacement when uh, KD took his talents and left San Francisco. I'm going to argue that Wiggins is cheaper than Kevin Durant. Yes, probably. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, probably so, by a good, like, 15 million. 15, 15 million or more. Yeah. So, okay. So we're, we're going to chastise a team for opening the checkbook on their third or fourth best player. And isn't that what an owner's supposed to do? Open up the checkbook. Like, I'll chastise a team, Lakers, for opening up the checkbook and losing. But I'm not going to chastise a team that is where... They're supposed to be. I had Arch look it up. Where's Milwaukee? They're number five. Oh, what do you know? They won the title last year. Uh, and Arch, go go ahead and go through the list because I think uh, no, you're no, going to find some common ground. Before he goes through the list, I, I'm not I'm not agreeing with – and I don't think he's chastising a team for opening up their checkbook. All he's saying is this was a checkbook win. They opened up the checkbook. They paid this dude $32 million. He paid off because he won them this game five. I don't understand why people are attacking him for this. He says a lot of other stupider stuff that you should attack him for. <laughs> but this, this I don't feel was stupid. Uh, I mean, how often do we see oh, – well, Boston, this is your home team. It's your homer team. The, the studs, the Steph Currys, the Clay Thompsons aren't the ones to always step up. It's the Al Horford. It's the Time Lord. It's the Marcus Smart. It's not always Tatum or Brown. So, yeah, Wiggins stepped up in the first game of five games, and now he wants to stand on a platform. I think I feel like it's one of those guys, and I know these dipshits do it. Cowherd is the worst. I think they say shit just to get just to get under people's skin and get their name out there. I don't believe he believes this for a second. Oh, that's absolutely the model. <laughs> Unfortunately, for whatever reason, commentary decided we're all going to emulate Skip Bayless. Well, he, him and Stephen A. got paid a lot of fucking money. A so lot I mean, of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if yeah. you, you know. Uh, Arch, first off, um, what's your take on this, his statements and stuff like that? And then uh, head over to the uh, the teams and we can dive into that a little bit. I don't bit. really have a strong opinion on this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're working within the system. I don't care. Like it's, it's the NBA. We know what, what, what this is all about. I don't, I don't really have an issue with the statement. It's a checkbook win. It, it doesn't really piss me off, but yeah, you're, I agree with you though. The Wiggins, if you're making that kind of coin, the, the, when teams need you, you need to step up. And, and that's their ROI. That is their return of investment. So that I think that's the only statement that yes. I'm taking away from this is, is like, this is what they spent the money on is to win games like this. I don't, I, again, I don't see the negativity of this. It's not like he was saying, it's like, you know, uh, they have another thing. They have a $340 million payroll. You can't just have to beat the Warriors on the court. You got to beat their checkbook. I, that that one's a little bit of a stupid statement because, yes. again, the, the the payroll, the people on the court, it's the same fucking thing. So, I mean, who cares? I mean, if, if, if teams that have money spend the money, I, I don't care about that. But specifically to the Wiggins thing, it's like that's what they paid the dude for. He showed up. He won a big game for them. They're, they're one game away from winning the title. And that's where they can say this was i'm glad that i opened up my checkbook and, and paid this guy money because he showed up when i fucking needed him to what are the salaries looking like? that's a great that's a great point though you can't you can't understate that that is the return on investment that's what mm -hmm. they got him for that's the, that's where mm -hmm. you get your roi um and that's the mar and yeah. that's the market i mean that that has to do with the the nba the players their agents that's the market because 32 million is a healthy salary make no make no mistake that's a healthy salary 
but this is their number three option, right? So they're they're paying Steph. Well, he's like he's got a max deal. They're paying Clay. He hasn't played two years. Draymond gets paid. He's 25th on this list, right? If you scroll down. So, so yeah. So, you got Steph Curry yeah. is the number one player in the list. So yeah, number Clay's one number 11. Player. Clay's number 11. And Wiggins. then Andrew Wiggins is 25th. I mean, are we, are we saying that Andrew Wiggins is the 25th best player in the league? I don't think anybody's saying that. But when you're, you're Golden State and you've got aspirations, talk about those windows, and we talk about windows of, of teams, um, they had to go out and get a replacement for KD, and that was the guy. Okay, yeah. I mean, he makes the same amount of money as Joel Embiid. He makes more money than two-time MVP Nikola Jokic. So uh, he better fucking show up for a goddamn <laughs> game five. <laughs> Point being, a lot of money for a number three. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I will give you that. It's a lot of, num- lot of money for your third option. So the Warriors are number one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, their listed salary is $178 million. But with the with, with the uh, the what is it? It's luxury the, tax the, penalties and it pays three hundred forty. Uh, Brooklyn Nets number two, Los Angeles Clippers number three, Los Angeles Lakers number four, my uh, Milwaukee Bucks number five, as Panther mentioned, Utah Jazz number six, Philadelphia 76ers number seven, Miami Heat number eight, Denver Nuggets number nine, Minnesota Timberwolves number ten, Cleveland Cavaliers number eleven, Phoenix Suns number twelve, Chicago Bulls number thirteen. I'm not going to keep doing this. Number yeah. 16, no, number 16 is Boston. I, I wanted to get, I wanted to get down to the fact that New Orleans Pelicans and Indiana Pacers, Chicago Bulls, all have uh, more salary than the Boston Celtics. That that was one of the points that was made in in the um, in, in the, the comments to the article. The the Celtics could have gone over the luxury tax. They did that trade exemption, right? <laughs> and, and they decided not to. Uh, yeah, the Celtics could have, you know, I'm again, this is going to sound bad, overpaid for a player that could have won him a title. Like, it seems like if, if the if the Golden State Warriors win the title, a lot of that goes to them, I argue, overpaying Andrew Wiggins. The Celtics could have done it, right? right. They chose not to. So yeah. if, the, if the Celtics lose, maybe it comes down to, yeah, they, they could have, uh, maybe they make the trade for Bradley Beal. Yeah. Who is, I yeah. believe, second on this list. Let's scroll up. I think Bradley Beal is the second highest paid player in this league right now. John Wall. John Wall is. Okay, where the fuck is Bradley Beal? I thought I saw his name up there. Oh, wow. I'm not seeing Oh, there them. he is. 18th. 18th. Oh, wow. 18th. Okay, wait. Right, right by Kyrie. Right okay. by Kyrie. Yeah. So, again, I you know, uh, counter argument. Yeah, the, the, if the Celtics lose the title, maybe they should have fucking spent money on Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> well, and I think when you go through that list, though, it, it, it just shows you outside of the Lakers who – fell flat on their face every single team that that arch listed made the playoffs so look if you want to win you want to make the playoffs then you got to spend the money and uh you know dallas, dallas some of these spend the money da- so dallas dallas is 26 on this list right now they got to get lucas some fucking help they should be fucking overpaying andrew wiggins we've been saying this for a year i mean basically since luca got in the league get that boy some help jesus it's crazy and they, they, and they almost made, they almost made it to the finals. I have to think about it. Like I made it to the conference finals. But yeah, a lot of teams fell flat. Clippers out, Lakers out. I mean, both those teams, you know, paid people not to fucking play this year, right? I mean, Kawhi mm-hmm. didn't play the entire fucking year. Uh, Anthony Davis didn't play most of the year. LeBron sat out a good chunk of the year. Uh, what, what do you want to say about Westbrook? Yeah, uh, I mean, Houston. Houston is got to be somewhere in there because they're paying someone to sit as well, right? They're twenty first. Uh, John Wall, second highest pay, paid player in the league, to sit on the bench all year. Nice. I think he's. The, I think he's the only player they're paying. Yeah, I think so. That's the, that's their whole salary right there. Right, a third of it goes there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, that, that listen, I, that was my whole thing. As I saw this article, I saw people skewering Brian Windhurst, and it's like, people settle down. He's gonna say something fucking stupid tomorrow, and you can attack him then. For this, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't think you need to attack him that much for it. That's no, my point. No, no, you attack him for his weight. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Stick. Yes, Panther. Yeah. Yes, yes, I got nothing. Yes, yes Mr. Panther. I, I resemble that remark. I can't say anything. <laughs> I'm definitely soggy around the midsection, too. This co- I, I'm not losing any COVID weight yet, so... I've got to get I gotta get moving again. Um, should we take a break, or should we... Nah, we, let's two minutes. Let's two minutes over the, over the next oh. article real quick. I, it's, it's real, I just find this hilarious. Uh, former Giants offense coordinator Jason Garrett lands major TV analyst role. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's no longer a coach. He's going to be an analyst taking over Drew Brees' job. I find that fucking hilarious. Uh, Drew Brees was supposed to be the, uh, apparently the heir apparent to Chris Collinsworth. He fucking bombed. So you're going to replace him with goddamn Jason Garrett. Good fucking luck with that, NBC. Enjoy. This guy's got the personality of a fucking wet towel. I, I hope you enjoy Jason Garrett out there dissecting fucking games. And, you know, I mean, the one piece of credit I guess we can give him is that he knows Tony Romo, right? And and everyone loves Tony Romo. So I might as well double down and bring in Jason fucking Garrett. What a piece of shit. I think that's what they're doing is everybody's trying to find the next Tony Romo. But my thing is when you're bringing somebody into the booth, you know, a lot of times, almost every time, it really is somebody that's viewed highly and respected for their knowledge of the game. And they had some success, uh, whether it was playing or coaching. I don't see Jason Garrett checking any of those boxes. So this will be interesting. I don't find i don't think it's a very good fit and the thing that makes me nervous about is notre dame is also on the peacock nbc they lost drew Brees as well not losing sleep over that but did we get jason garrett too because that i might have a problem with i don't know he probably will right if he's drew Brees' replacement yeah possibly i mean uh, he was doing some usfl coverage so i mean you know that's big time i'm sorry i'm sorry kyle i know Sorry, Kyle. You love USFL. He does love USFL with a passion it, that is insane. cannot be comprehended. I listen. I mean, did, did he love AAF that much? We gotta ask know. him that question. Yeah, ask him the hard questions, Arch. Come on. Now we can take a break. There we go. Talk about the book club. We talk about the book club often on the show because it is so fucking fun. God damn it. It's sometimes you walk away and it's just like you catch up on like, you know, 30 minutes of conversation and it's all fucking hilarious. A group of great guys hanging out over there in our private discord channel and you too can get access to that only costs $25 a month. And, And other than just paying for some good times, you are getting some quality fucking picks. You are getting Speedway Steve and that other guy phil uh talking nascar and other truck racing you're also talking about golf tennis oh my god phil with the fucking tennis aussie football so much stuff arch arch has this uh maybe i shouldn't tell you this oh no this should entice you his list of of mlb winners now he talks about games on the show and then he goes through his full fucking list on this private discord and man he's making money with those winners i you know I feel like I should just go forward in time, look at Arch's picks, and then, then go back in time so I can do the show so I, I know which winners to pick. But you, you can get those winners too by heading over to our Patreon or going to thedgens.net and sign up now so you can book it over to the book club. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. It's time to talk hockey. Oh, wow. I can't this wait. Is it. it's, this is this is it. Uh, game one of the Stanley Cup Finals kicks off tonight in Colorado. We've got the Lightning looking for their third straight Stanley Cup. Standing in their way. Let's say the season-long prohibitive favorites who have been kind of sitting around idle for, what, a little over a week. It has been two decades, over two decades, since the Avalanche have been to the Stanley Cup Finals, and they're going to kick things off with a little bit of controversy. Not sure if you guys saw this. Big question mark of who is going to start in goal for the Avalanche. Darcy Kemper, of course, got injured in Game 1 of that Oilers series, and he missed out uh, on, on the entire sweep. Uh, they put in Pavel Frankutz, who led them to those four wins. And in the playoffs, is 6-0 with a 2.86 goals against and a 9.06 save percentage. Now, as I compare against Mr. Kemper, Kemper is 6-2 with a 2.65 GAA and an 8.97 save percentage. So you could argue that Frankutz is actually a little bit better in goal right now than Kemper. But it seems no matter what, we have a Golden Knights type issue that is brewing up over there in Colorado. Hopefully it's not a distraction for them as they try to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, on the other side, we we know the guy in goal. It's Andre Vasilevsky. And like, say what you will about him. He is battle tested. This fucking guy shows up in the playoffs and, and he showed up in that last series against the Rangers. Uh Look at the season, the regular season. These two teams met up twice. They split the home, you know, home and home. So uh, Colorado won at home, Tampa Bay won at home. Uh, on the surface, though, you look and say, man, it's easy to say that Colorado is the deeper team. They have the better offense. Colorado should win this series. But God damn, it is so fucking hard to discount the goddamn lightning here. I think this is going to be a fun series. As for this game, I, I had the avalanche grabbing the win, not quite covering the minus 152, which was oh, I think it opened at minus 160, by the way. I think it's a, getting a little bit better for Colorado, which is suspect here. Uh, I do think Colorado should win this game one. Maybe uh you know, the long layoff and some goalie drama is uh, going to drag them down a bit, but they, they should get the win. A lean on the Avalanche here. Yeah, I think it feels like we've waited a week and a half to get here, but the, now we are coming up on Father's Day and we get to do the Stanley Cup Finals. This this has got the makings of you know watch it again in the fall because uh, I think this probably could go six or seven. I expect this to be a battle. You got the uh, up and coming Colorado who could be starting their own juggernaut going against Tampa going for their three peat. Has anybody ever three peated before, Max? I don't know if anybody's ever three peated in hockey. You should have been on the Saturday show because we covered <laughs> the last time it happened was. Arch, do you remember who it was? It was like Islanders, right? Right in the 80s. It was the Islanders right in, the in, the early, 80s. in the Right in the beginning of the 80s. The Islanders, the last team to do three in a row. Panthers. So, yeah, it's been a, a long, long time. time. Long time. Almost 40 years. Uh, listen, it's hard to discount Tampa and the, their veteran leadership, their experience, their playoff moxie. I mean, you got all the cliches for this team that we probably did discount throughout the regular season and throughout these entire playoffs. Uh, I'm not going to discount them in this series, but I do think Colorado nabs game one 
in Denver. So it is a little chalky. I'm not seeing, I don't worry too much about that movement because I think the value is probably on Tampa Bay, but I, I like Denver. I like the avalanche here. So yeah, give me the abs for 10 bucks. I can't, I can't come to that minus one fifty two. No matter which way I slice it, I just don't feel like the Lightning have a thirty nine percent chance to win. I think it's much higher. I think all the value right now is on the Lightning. I don't necessarily think they win, but come on, come on, this is closer to a coin flip than it is sixty forty. So give me the Lightning for ten bucks. Yeah, like honestly, I probably put this at the Avalanche minus one twenty five max max right uh, i mean so you get about 55 percent give or take i have him about 55 percent winning okay. uh, on home ice it, it kind of uh kind of shifts to about the opposite for uh tampa I, I i do think that the way that tampa's been playing recently and in, in these playoffs they, they've shown that they are a much better team than we saw in the regular season they were kind of uh pulling the milwaukee bucks i guess what do you think about this total looks like it's been glued shut it's at six you think it goes over no, no, I don't think so. I'm I'm skewing the under here. Uh, I got like a three-two game. Uh, so I, I, I mean, these two, these two teams met up uh, first time around. I think it was a, a overtime game. So I think these teams can play things kind of tight. And I think that's that's where the Lightning wants it at. They don't they don't want Colorado to come out and score two quick goals and try to play from behind, right? So I think the Lightning going to clamp down on defense early on. And the, again, that question marks over goalie for Avalanche. We we see how that kind of disrupted the golden knights right so uh they they better hope that this isn't a distraction here and that series for tampa bay against the rangers probably prepared them a lot better for a series against the avalanche because they did have to play some really elite defense and they're they're scoring i mean scoring on the rangers is not an easy task so they had to work goals i i'm not saying the abs are easier but i think they might be able to put up a few more goals against colorado than they did against the rangers final thought or final note to win the series colorado minus 170 tampa bay plus 150 to win the series huge, huge value on tampa there i think so plus too. 150 yeah. Yeah, yeah i think that the huge value on that i i am, might want to dip into that that can be fun hey listen i i'm rooting for tampa I am on. I am honestly rooting for Tampa to win three straight. After all the hate I gave them last year, I, this is the best I could do is to, is to root for them this year. I'm sure they appreciate <laughs> that support. I, I I bet you they do. I bet you they do. That means they're dead in the water. Put all your money probably, on Colorado. Probably, probably. probably. Uh, Major League Baseball. Baseball. Let's move on. I, I only got two games today. Um, let's talk Minnesota, Seattle. Uh, it's going to be the last game between these two teams all year in the regular wow. season, and probably all all year because I don't see Seattle making the playoffs. <laughs> And the way the Twins have been playing, possibly. Uh, they got the win on Monday, and then Seattle grabbed the win yesterday. So the series is now tied 3-3. So this is not only the rubber match, but this is the series-deciding game. Minnesota going to put Sonny Gray on the mound. Sonny having a pretty damn good first year with the Twins, and it's kind of reminiscent of, say, his first season with Oakland and his first season with the Reds. So expect him to decline after this year and then get traded to another team and then start the cycle all over again. And of course, I am skipping those two Yankee seasons because you know what? That was just doomed from the get-go. I mean, I think of names like Randy Johnson, Hideki Arabu, Carl Pavano, and I just kind of say, you know, I'm going to lump in poor Sonny Gray into that group of just doomed pitchers going to the Yankees. Uh, I, I like him this season, though, and I think he's significantly better than Marco Gonzalez is. Um 
pretty hittable all fucking year. Uh, the, the one thing you can say about him is he does eat some innings in his starts, which could be good. Uh, the, Mar- the Mariners bullpen ranks 18th in the league, so not one of the better bullpens. So as m- many innings they, that bullpen can avoid, the better. And, and Gonzalez does eat some innings. But I think the Twins get the win today. They got the better pitcher. I think uh, eventually they're going to score some runs on, on Gonzalez and possibly that bullpen as well. So they're going to close out the series, close out the rubber match. $10 bet on Minnesota. Yeah, complete agreement here. I think the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous, it's just two schools of thought. Either it's a huge value play on Minnesota or Vegas thinks Seattle's going to keep this closer. Um, I'm banking on this being a value play. I do like Sonny Gray out there. I like the way the Twins have been hitting. And, uh, you know, Seattle, Marco Gonzalez, just, I mean, he's just an average pitcher. You don't mind having him in your rotation, but he just can't be your go-to guy. He is a little bit of an innings eater. Uh, this is a young team. They're playing decent for a young team, but I, they should not be able to play with a Twins team that's been playing really well. So I'm with you, Max. I'm putting 10 bucks on the Twinkies. All right. And that's what I got. Okay. I'm I'm leaning the Mariners here in this one. I'm not touching this game. So there's no kiss to death. You guys are free to cash this one. No problem. You get no problems from me. Very much appreciated. Kind sir. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. Uh, Yankees got a 2-0 win over the Rays yesterday, but now going to face off against Cy Young favorite Shane McClanahan tonight. You're looking at McClanahan's statistics. He's 7-2 with a 1.87 ERA and a 0.86 whip. Uh, his last start, he went eight innings, shutout, shutout gem against the Cardinals. Uh, not going to have an easy matchup, though, on the other side. I mean, Nestor Cortez is right up there for the Cy Young candidates, surprisingly. I mean... This whole fucking Yankees starting pitching staff. Is Garrett Cole their fourth? Like, I, like honestly, I, genuine question here, Panther. Is Garrett Cole their fucking fourth right now, the way that the rest of the pitchers have been pitching? Statistically speaking, yeah, it looks like he probably is the fourth. Fucking insane. Uh, Cortez, 1.96 ERA, 0.92 whip, 5-2 and two record. Uh, Yanks uh, gave, uh, they have, they've won five games in a row, and they sit 10 games ahead of the Rays right now. That said, the Rays not having a terrible season. I know that uh, you guys have been highly critical of the Rays, and I've probably been the lone supporter of them here. And it's it's you know it's difficult for me to fully defend them because they've had some inconsistent play. But this isn't a bad team. They're a competitive team, and I, I think they have enough value here today. It's it's lose. I'm losing money on this one though, right? This is that fucking dropping. Plus, I still get plus one twenty five. If I can get the plus one twenty five, I'm golden here. Yeah, uh, it seems like, like it. some books are dropping it. Um, yeah, I like the Rays here with the plus line. Uh, the Yankees, they're bound to lose a game this season, right? Right? $10 bet on Tampa. Uh, this is an absolute stellar pitching matchup. I love this game. Uh, I might actually be home in time to, to throw on the MLB network and watch it. The thing with this kind of game, though, is now it comes down to hitting because I think the pitching is a wash. So how long does McClanahan go? How long does Cortez go? And we get into the bullpens, and this is where I think the Yankees just shine. Not necessarily because of the bullpen, but because of their hitting. You know, just Stanton and Judge are having absolute stellar years. They can hit bombs anytime they want. And I think just because of that lineup, that murderer's row that the Yankees have, it's going to be a low-scoring game, but they should be able to squeak out a win here. I like the Yankees, so I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Bronx Bombers. Mm, I'm not on this game. I'm going to lean the Yankees here in this one, but I, I'm another game I don't want to touch. It's too close to call. 
Oh, it just went to minus 140 Yankees huh, over DraftKings. Hmm. Value. I think it opened at minus 140. Yeah, but it just shifted right now back. I just saw it flip. It was so minus 135. It, it was 135. You got it in at 135, and then it just now flipped okay. back to 140. That was Panthers' best. Yep. It's it. The sharp money. Yeah. They're like, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Panthers See, on. Sharp Panther. <laughs> That's it for me. Uh, I'll do my typical Panther and carry the show. I got five more bets, Max. Let's start with 13 in a row. Atlanta Braves staying in Washington. Going to wrap up this series. I, they've been beating the shit out of them, and I don't see why they wouldn't do it anymore. The, the Braves are red high. They're, they're putting their young kid out, Strider, out there. Going against Fetty, who I know I bang on Fetty quite a bit, but he, he's not that bad, but this is not a good matchup for him. So I got to run line this to get any value here, but uh, let's run line the Braves for 10 bucks. Braves should get the win. Absolutely. Um, it's actually, I, I was expecting this to be even chalkier. Like, I mean, it's, it's gotten worse, but, you know, I would have expected this to be a little bit uh, uh, worse for the Braves here. Uh, you know, it's funny is, is, again, yeah, they've won 13 games in a row. Probably going to be 14. They've cut that lead in the NL East to five games behind the Mets. Good for them. And then you look at the Philadelphia Phillies who have won, what is it, uh, 12 of 13 games, and they're still nine and a half games back. So that's <laughs> tells you how absolutely <laughs> shitty the Phillies were under Girardi uh, while the Braves were underperforming. And we, I, I mean, we knew that this was going to happen. I, we've all been saying this since day one. That's like, yeah, the Braves are going to eventually turn things around. We thought maybe later in the season, looks like they're there right now, uh, should get the win today. I can't bet this one. A lean on Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I'm going to lean Atlanta here in this one. Just, um, It's not a game I'm really interested in betting in. Okay, let's see if you're interested in this one. We'll talk about Milwaukee staying in New York, taking on the Mets. I hit the Mets. Um, what, back-to-back times, right? They've won the first two. Milwaukee's going to throw Corbin Burns out there. The Mets are going to answer with Dave and Peterson. He's kind of stuck in the rotation while they nurse all their uh, Cy Young injuries. But look, with a plus line at home, I'm not in love with the, the Brewers at all. So I got to jump on the Mets again. Uh, it, I don't feel terribly confident in it, but Milwaukee is just not a very good team right now. Uh, so give me 10 bucks on the Metropolitans. Yeah, just to clarify, that was game one in the series, so the, so you don't. Oh, that was worry, game one. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to worry about uh, betting on a sweep. So, a uh, you know, little bit a uh, little bit better for you. But I, I like the Brewers in this one. I think that um, they'll come out with a win in this series. I think today is a good chance for them to do it. And uh, yeah, um, line movement is seems to be getting plus line on the Mets. Yeah. Like, you know, at home, it seems like Vegas is, is trying to bait you to bet the Mets here. Sorry, Panther. You, you took the bait. Uh, I'll lean on the Brewers. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Brewers here in this one. But this is another one. I think it's just I'm not quite I'm not laying 125 minus 125 on the Brewers against the Mets. I'm just not going to do it. But I do think the Brewers are the play today. I'm just not touching it. I felt like it was just name recognition for Corbin Burns. So uh, I, I like the chance. That could be. Yeah, you know, Arch, you're gonna like this. Oh, go ahead. Real quick, though, you know the Brewers are now two and a half games behind the Cardinals in the Central. Unbelievable. The Brewers you're gonna are, love that. I, You're on the Cardinals, I, right? I, I mean, I, I, I do, I do enjoy that. Of course, that means the Cardinals are probably gonna fade right before the playoffs. Right. Uh, we'll get to the Cardinals here in a minute. Matter of fact, we're gonna get to the Cardinals right now. Uh, Arch, you gotta love that. We both hit the Cardinals yesterday. 
we're going to do it again with Pittsburgh in town. You know, they're going to throw out this young kid, Contreras, who's actually pitched really, really well. But the Cardinals are going to answer with staff ace, Jack Flaherty is going to make his debut. Now, he's going to be on a pitch count. Looks like he probably will only throw about 60. But I don't think it matters. These Pirates are so damn bad. Uh, the Cardinals can throw whoever they want out there. I got to run light it again to get any value. But give me 10 bucks on the Redbirds. You happen to see a game. Uh, you, uh, the Cardinals won both games yesterday. Did you happen to see uh, uh, what happened in game two, Panther? Oh, yeah. Mikolas won. One strike away. One strike away from, from a no-hitter. Uh, yeah, fucking brutal. And I think, I think it was a ground rule double. That fucking... Uh, <laughs> yeah, center field. You over Bader's head. You never see that shit happen. So, uh, poor fucking dude. I, I kind of like the Pirates in this one, man. Like, I, I don't know. The plus 145 was tempting. I know that they're not a very good team, but they, they beat the Dodgers. They, they kind of come out in surprise. I think there's a little bit of value on the Pirates, especially with Flaherty on a pitch count here. I will lean Pittsburgh. Yeah, I hate betting sweeps, but it's it's hard to argue. The Pirates are normalizing now. This is they're becoming who we thought they were. Uh, I'm going to put 12 bucks on the Cardinals, too. Fuck it. Minus 160. I think they do win. I like it. I like it. Uh, I might be a day late and a dollar short here, but we're going to talk about Cleveland at Colorado. I've not been on this series. I haven't been on Cleveland. And now today I am, and I hope I'm not too late, but uh, it's not a great pitching matchup. Pilkington is a fill-in for Cleveland and Austin Gomber. I remember Gomber last year. I loved Gomber. This year, he has not pitched anywhere close to how good he was last year. I'm banking on him continuing that lack of success. So give me the uh, Cleveland Gardenians for 10 bucks. Yeah, some moral support here. I hit Cleveland yesterday, and I decided I'm not going to double dip today. I do think that they get the win, and yeah, you're right. Just Gomber's off to a fucking terrible start this year. So moral support, lean on the Gardenians. Yeah, I'm going to jump on this with you. There's not a lot of games I like today, uh, but this is one I marginally like. We're getting plus 100 on the Guardians. I'm I'm doing it. 12 bucks. Let's do it. I like it. I like it. One last game. I hit this yesterday, even without your guys' support. Angels are still in L.A. taking on the Dodgers. The whoa, Battle of L.A. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Backtrack. You leaned this game. You didn't bet it because remember, I added it at the end of the show because we had to talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah because I didn't have a I think I didn't have a line. I leaned it. Well, I'm, I'm betting it today. So fuck you both. I hate the Angels. I don't care who their manager is. Right now, they're just a dysfunctional mess. And the, the, these Dodgers fill in pitchers are fucking undefeated. Gonsolin's what, 8-0 now. Anderson's going to trot out there at 7-0. I think the Dodgers take care of business again. I got to run line it to get value, but um, I'm going to do it. 10 bucks on the run line on the Dodgers. Arch, I'm having flashbacks to college football from a couple of years ago. <laughs> he wants credits for bets he didn't make. Fuck I know, off. I know. It's, it's, I look, I'm looking at my sheet right here. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bet it. Uh, I will lean the Dodgers with you. I do think they should get the win. I hate this fucking line movement. Is this, is this getting better for LA? Yep. Yeah, it's it's single fucking digit money on on the on the Angels. And why is it getting better? I don't like that at all. I'll lean on the Dodgers. I'll lean the Dodgers here too. You're getting plus one oh seven on the run line. I get. Yeah, I'll lean the Dodgers here. The Angels are just a just a mess. <laughs> they are. They're a mess right now. Uh, <laughs> Seven plays, seven. That's all of them. I'm done. I only bet two. I'm missing, missing lines for one. So uh, I guess I'll post the rest of it in the book club. 
Iceberg says Miami plus one and a half. Didn't even, I didn't even really give that game a good look. The the Phillies, Phillies, I didn't have a no. I didn't have a pitcher when I looked this morning. I didn't know who the pitch were throwing. Yeah, I, 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 I just got a line when I looked at it this morning. So um, I was leaning Philadelphia in this one. But I guess it's not a true fade of, of uh, Iceberg because I, I'm not betting it. And yeah, he could still win with the plus one and a half. He also likes uh, Seattle plus one and a half. Well, that <clears throat> he can go fuck himself. <laughs> we can both. We can still win, Max. I he know, can win I and know, we can I know. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah well, I, again, like no one's tracking. This is why we need an intern to track these things. We need to track when Iceberg fades us with the one and a half and if we both win or not. So uh, someone track that, please. Iceberg, track that. Track that. Iceberg. <laughs> Get that, on that, Iceberg. That's homework, yeah. <laughs> All right, what do we talk about today? We talked about fat ESPN reporters. <laughs> what else are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Jason Garrett. He's a he's a broadcast man now. He's going to be doing broadcasts. I'm sure everyone's excited to hear him clapping on the microphone. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the Asians app for Android iOS. Listen to anything but our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rank, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. That was NBC's answer to Tom Brady <laughs> coming in in a few years. <laughs> That's horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, Max, give me your lock of the day. Uh, it's got to be Minnesota, because if not, I'm fading you. Um, no, take Minnesota. Arch. Yeah, yeah, but well, because my other pick was Tampa Bay, and you're on the Yankees, so I, I'm, I'm taking yes, Minnesota. Yeah, I wanted you to take Minnesota. Arch, who you got? I don't know. Uh, give me the, the Guardian, Gardenians. The Gardenians. Uh, I'll do it for you since you were going to say I'll take St. Louis. So we'll put the Twinkies, the Gardenians, and the Redbirds together. That is your D-Gen parlay. We missed it yesterday because those fucking Rangers. I probably will never bet on them again. Done with that shit show. Get on Facebook, get on Twitter, but mostly join the book club. Get on Discord, shoot the shit with us, call us out by name. We will holler right back, but most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday. What you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kid. It's all make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.